Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. So that would make me Mike. Yeah, that's who. And today is a very special occasion. Oh. Today marks the uh, third year anniversary of Storytime with Tom Our and Mike. Our baby turned three. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And it's, you know, terrible twos are just coming right on through into the threes. It's been pissing and shitting everywhere and just writing on the wall with crayons. And that's what it does. And, you know, it's interesting that uh, while we still do frequently talk about shit and more ever than ever before urethral sounding, we don't talk much about Joe Rogan anymore. And I used to be a staple <laughs> of the show. Yeah, I, I try to bring him up. Uh, once every few episodes, I do. I sneak him in there once every mm -hmm. few episodes. If, I know you're you're listening when you're um editing, so you've yeah. got to hear it. But uh, I don't know if um, he always makes it through the cut. Speaking of editing, I had a bad fucking night last night. So mm. before you came over, because yesterday, folks, we we recorded more gaming footage, uh, for gaming with Tom and Mike, and. I had to prep for the session. I updated the video driver, my, my graphics card driver. Well, when I went into uh, work in, in Photoshop or in Premiere, uh, the, the fucking software kept crashing. And I was like, oh, God damn it. What the fuck? So I started rolling back shit and like doing different installs of the software. And that didn't change anything. Um and did you did you try turning it off and turning it back on? You're goddamn right I did. <laughs> I did everything. And eventually I was like, all right, I'm just going to roll back my graphics driver. And that fixed it. So thankfully. Yeah. But I lost some sleep because it, it was like I fixed it and then I didn't want to test it because I was afraid if I got involved in another edit and I went to bed knowing that the software didn't work and I'd done everything I could to fix it, that it would just completely fuck my sleep. So my sleep was fucked anyway, but... Yeah, my hair looks like moment. I've got like long strings coming out of it and then like curls. It's weird. It looks like you took a shower before you started the. I did not tonight. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm stinking. Ah, no, I'm uh, not stinking. I don't smell bad. No, I hope you can get by without taking a shower every day, especially if you don't like work out. Well, my stuff. thing is, I don't wash my hair, but two, three times, two, three times a week, depending because. <laughs> It dries your fucking hair out like mad. Yeah. Do you use shampoo every time? No. Okay. That's nope. yeah. Cause I was going to say, you don't want to use shampoo every time. You definitely don't want to use conditioner. I every rinse time. it with water. Um, I will uh, shampoo and condition like mm -hmm. normal. The days that I do wash my hair and periodically, especially during the summer months, if my hair gets real dry, I will do a condition only. Believe it which, or not, folks, um, I used to have long yeah. hair myself. I had it down to my shoulders almost. Um, and, and that was back when I could grow hair. I love it. I love it. Like, well, you still can, it's just not going to be all over every now and then some internet troll will call me out on not having hair. And it's like, what the fuck, man? He'd <laughs> be like, Oh, and you wear glasses too. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Good, good one. Good well, one. I, I remember defending Fetterman in a Twitter argument and someone said, well, you look like him. And I'm like, okay. Why is that bad? I, okay. Yeah. I mean, if, if I went bald, I would, I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I'd be okay with it. 
Well, you've Shit managed happens, you know? you've managed to avoid that gene altogether. <laughs> well, yes and no. I have I have a couple thin spots. I have a couple thin spots, but because I normally comb my hair back, mm-hmm. um, you don't normally see them. But so uh, if you were to cut your hair short, it would be more evident then. Uh, probably right right in this area here where my crown is at. I've always mm-hmm. had a thin spot right there. So yeah. that's one of them. So, yeah. And I, I don't know what else might pop up. God, there might be other ones, too, that I'm unaware of. I have had long hair for ages now. So I, I don't even know oh. what it, what a bald Mike head would look like anymore. The reason I shave my head is because when I try to grow it to any length, basically, if hair is visible on my head at all, and you can almost see it here, um, I'm pie bald. Like it doesn't bald in like a normal pattern it's like half of this part of my head right here is is just patchy and bald and this part's kind of thicker and it's like i just i look like a drunk barber did my hair (laughs) you know it doesn't look good my thing has always been that if i like you did like if i ever start balding i'm just shaving my fucking head yeah, that's going to be it. I'm going to shake yeah. my head and have a giant beard. That, that's going to be my look. If yeah. I ever start to lose my hair, it's it's all coming off. Yeah, because I'm not I'm not going to be one of those guys. that has got to go to hair club and be all vain and crazy. It'd be like yeah. dying my beard because it's gray or something like mm-hmm. that. Whatever nature hands me is whatever I'm taking hey, and I, whatever I'm taking. I'm going to work to the best of my ability. I, I saw some girl on Twitter the other day, and it wasn't some girl being provocative. Like it was just a normal person. And she said, Hey, older guys, stop dyeing your beard hair. That gray shit is sexy. I was like, Yeah, damn right. All right. All right. Thank you. I don't think thank she you. was talking about me. I think, she, well, I mean, she may have been talking about us. We are older guys and we yeah. do have gray hair. So I yeah. feel like, yeah, definitely. Well, hey, the um, dad bod is in this. Let me this let me show days. you some other gray hairs I've got. Uh-huh. <laughs> You'd be interested to see. It comes in everywhere. <laughs> I've been meaning to bring this up for a while. And last session or last episode, this definitely came up. You are so sexually immature sometimes. I wouldn't say that I'm sexually immature. I would yeah, think everything say that I am, is a sex joke. I am everything. Uh, is yeah, a that sex doesn't joke. make me sexually immature. Sexually immature would mean like I hadn't gone through puberty yet. <laughs> like, All right, well, then just plain just old immature. immature. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't disagree with you one under right. or one uh, tiny little bit. I'm just laying it out there. I thought, okay. you know, it needs to be said. Well, I mean, I feel like anybody who's listened to this show uh, knows that for any already, length yeah. of time knows that. And you've known me for the better part of 25 years. You know that, mm-hmm. you know, and like my brother's not going to be surprised by that. Yeah. Yeah. He deals. So he, he deals he, with that, too. So and you just named our half of our audience was your brother. So pretty much, yes. So yeah. that's why you know, like the audience understands. People who have listened to this have understood. Yeah, a third of our audience, something like that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a good solid quarter at the very least. Jimmy, we haven't heard from you in a while. Jimmy, where have you been at? Yeah, man, no comments. I feel like you haven't been in the group chat and busted my balls lately. Yeah. Seems... So once you once you I know that you'll 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 pop out of the woodwork and do that for me once yeah. you hear this. Yeah, he's like Beetlejuice. You have to say his name. <laughs> I don't want to say his name three times because this room is kind of cramped right now. 
I don't need I don't need big gangly Jimmy in here too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like a pair of like short shorts. Fucking banging his head off the shit on my ceiling. I don't know somehow because the ceiling in here is probably it's definitely taller than my than my dining. You know what my dining room ceiling is like. You just about scrape your head on it. Yeah. Same oh my, my god. Kitchen. That time I was at your house and I was cooking for you guys. And you were out in the fucking kitchen. The kitchen ceiling is somehow lower. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the light fixture. I brought my head up like, and I clocked my head on the fucking (laughs) light fixture, like on the bolt that holds the the glass. And you know, and you know why the bolt was not, was, I was naked is because one of my eldest child's friends was over and he knocked the actual ornament that was attached to the bottom of that off with his head. And I just never did anything to fix it. So, yeah. So when you got scrapes on your top of your noggin there, it's my fault. When I was in elementary school, maybe middle school, I think it was elementary school. We went on a field trip to this like, it's like a colony type of a thing. You know, it was like a preserved, you know, mm-hmm. city or, or village or whatever. Um, and everything. Was it, was it Williamsburg? No. Or Jamestown? Nope. No, this was okay. like local to Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. And it was all the buildings, like the ceilings were really low. Yeah, people were short as fuck. People used to be a lot shorter. Yeah. yeah. If you ever need a reminder of how small people were, go to the Betsy Ross house in Philadelphia and walk through there sometime. Mm-hmm. Even me, I'm not a I'm not a tall guy by any stretch. I'm like at a at the tallest five seven. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm rather, I'm, you know, a little bit overweight and stuff. Like I had, it was a weird time walking up the stairs, like from the basement to go up to the first floor and stuff, because the stairways were so fucking narrow and short. See, that's it just, like, it was just weird. Like even for me and I'm like, what do tall people doing here? They're like, oh fuck man, I'm hitting my head on everything. That's like, um, that's like nightmares that I have. I always have like weird <laughs> dreams about staircases where like they're too narrow or they get more narrow the higher up you go or like you get to the to the landing and you can't manage to turn around to go up the next flight. For some reason, stairs haunt my dreams. I don't have a lot of stairs in my dreams. I do have, though, typically long distances to run, and I lose the ability to use my legs at some point. I don't yeah. understand why that is, but yeah. that's like that's like my big my big dream fear, you know, like come true, like something's chasing after me. And I suddenly forgot how to walk. I had a dream the other night that, um, I was, I was like, like some kind of like riot or something was taking place. And, um, like it just took place out of nowhere and all these cops started shooting uh, like, cause you know, that's what cops do. They just fire openly into you a know, crowd. Honestly, sometimes that's true. Actually. Yeah. It <laughs> is depending true. on where you're at. Yes, that could be true. Yeah, that's actually true. Oh God, that's sad. But anyway, um, so someone was coming at me with like a rifle and I like, I remember I grabbed the, the barrel and pushed it out of the way in my head. And then, and then this, this, weird little guy goes i'm gonna bite your balls off and he went like like to bite my balls and i went to kick out and then i woke up screaming (laughs) were you wearing pants in your dream was he going to bite your balls off through your pants i 
Well, oddly enough, I was wearing pants, despite the fact that many times in my dreams, I am naked from the waist down that for no reason. That must really have... Yeah, I find I'm in my underwear a lot in my dreams, but yeah. uh, that would have to be one hell of a bite. He'd have much, like, he must have like jaws from uh, the 007 movie, like teeth, like metal teeth to <sighs> rip through that fabric. Could you imagine trying to bite through like denim and underwear? But even if he doesn't make it through, he's it would still, still hurt like hurt. a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's biting your balls. You have a butterfly laying too hard on your nuts sometimes. You're like, oh, God, I felt that. I really felt that. Yeah. I was like, no, you didn't. It was How a butterfly. You're like, I did. How often do butterflies come around? Uh, and land I don't know, man. Balls. Sometimes I, I like to put flowers on my junk. That's probably mm. why. Like you know, hippie like stuff. I got, you know, dreads on my balls. I just take them feather some flowers in there and you know kind of braid it up yeah yeah then they're landing on my naked sack which then i definitely feel it but uh just in general you know not on my pants too too terribly often unfortunately Why do birds suddenly <laughs> appear on my balls when you're near speaking of the of the naked and naked from the waist down in your dreams i find that i have the dream where i show up somewhere in my underwear and people don't say anything about it and like i have to get dressed in the process of explaining things to people in my dreams yes that happens it's like a, a really fucking weird like that's such a strange thing i have never shown up anywhere partially dressed like ever <laughs> I've never been, even if I was late for work, man, I would stand next to my car and tie my tie up, make sure everything was right before I was in the view of anybody. So I don't know where that comes from, but yeah, like I had one the other day where I was at my old job and the office was very narrow and like I'm sitting on the front counter in my underwear, inexplicably, nobody's saying shit to me. I have one like, Tidy whities which I don't wear, first of all, and um, and like a white T-shirt, like kind of tucked in and like knee high socks. It's I don't even know where this outfit came from. It's not me at all. But yeah, and then I'm like, OK, well, hang on. I got to go in the back and put my pants on and I'm putting my pants on, doing my belt, putting my shirt on, buttoning it up and stuff. And it was so uh, like it was a normal thing that I do all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I had a. I had a dream just the other night. I was naked from the, the waist down, except I was wearing shoes and socks. So I had to take struggle to take those off to put my pants on. And I'm I like, have... <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and there's people right there looking at me. And you're right; they don't seem to care or even notice. No, no, not even phased by it at all. For some reason, in your dream. It's, yeah. it's your dream. You were controlling everybody and you think that your brain would go like, well, these people should be surprised, right? Nope. Mm -hmm. nope. My brain's like, it's terminally, or terminally blah, blah. totally <laughs> normal for him to be like that. I don't understand how come, like, I spent four years in high school and I've spent my entire life in it, in my dreams. To the point where there's a lot of times where I'll have a dream where it's like, oh yeah, I'm not going to school today because I'm fucking 46. <laughs> I still have school dreams every once in a while. Every gray once in a while. And the funny thing is, I'm always like appropriately aged for it in my dream. Like according to me, you know, like I don't, I, I can't, like I don't remember a lot of my dreams, but I know that I've never thought to myself in a dream why am i 45 years old and still in high school yeah. you know i was just like oh well i was the right age apparently one more thing about underwear can we agree on one thing what's that people who tuck their t-shirts into their underwear definitely got something 
Oh, they're serial something killers. Something wrong. There's yeah, something wrong there. They're serial killers for sure. Yeah. Your t-shirt wasn't meant to catch farts and pee dribbles. No, and it doesn't, it's just not right. No. It's immoral. It's strange. And I think that that might have been like the thing to do at one point in time in, in history. Maybe just after they finished wearing union suits. I was going to say, yeah. And they were like, like I got to have this whole one thing going on here. So yeah. I'll tuck my T-shirt into my underwear. Yeah, it just it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me. That's like that's like when I see people wearing cowboy boots over top of their pants. <laughs> I automatically assume there's something the matter with that person because cowboy boots are meant to be worn under the pant leg, not but on top of how- unless you're making a fashion statement. In which case, that probably obvious. You know, how will people know that you spent five hundred dollars on a custom made pair of cowboy boots if they aren't the whole way showing? <laughs> I'm guessing. This is just the thought, but I'm guessing if you spent five hundred dollars on cowboy boots, there's going to be a few other tells somewhere, like the Range Rover that you're driving. And the fact that you have a suede jacket on yeah, <laughs> or something yeah. like that. The fact that your jeans have a huge label that says Supreme on them or something like that's how I'm going to know that you spent yeah. $500 on cowboy boots. I don't ever need to see them. Yeah. Like me, you'd never I, I'm like the thrift store guy. Like I'll go and buy used jeans at the Goodwill and shit because I'm just going to beat the piss out of them anyway. Mm-hmm. And they're already worn in and comfortable as hell. Mm-hmm. And whatever they wash them in kills everything. I still wouldn't buy underwear there because I don't think secondhand underwear is the thing that should be. No, but um, I definitely will buy jeans and hoodies and t-shirts. You know, not only should underwear not be a, a secondhand thing, but there shouldn't be. And and I guess I'm kink shaming a little bit, but there shouldn't even be a, a service on the internet where you can buy women's underwear, like used women underwear, but it's a huge thing. It's huge. I mean, <sighs> If I didn't have any contact uh, with somebody of the opposite sex, or even for that matter, the same sex, if that's what I was into, if I didn't have any con- like sexual contact at all, I could kind of see where you'd be like, I can't wait to get those dirty, smelly panties, you know, because I'm going to snip the shit out of them, literally. But uh, it's not my thing. Not my thing. So, uh I can I can understand it, I guess, but I I don't I don't get it. Yeah. To that extent. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's not for me. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not it's not my cup of, of tea. Yeah, it's 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 kind of, it's like people that buy like a bottle full of bath water from a celebrity mm-hmm. or something like that. That's kind of gross. It's super gross. Not only that, it's, I don't. Like, how do you even know that that's what it was? Yeah, it's probably like soapy tap water. Or it's like, you know, I have to produce so much of this. I'm going to need me and four of my friends to bathe at the same time. And you're getting one of them, but it's probably not mine. <laughs> what do you even do with something like that? Drink it? I, I've seen them where they make like necklaces. I, I have no idea what I, I do. Do you open it up and smell it every once in a while? And you're like, I know what this person's dirt smells like mixed with Mr. Bubble and yeah. some hot water at, at one time. Uh, I don't really, I don't really know. Like, cause it's not, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> there was a why, girl. Why not just have him crap in a bag and send it to you? There I mean, was a, there was a girl in our high school who borrowed my, uh, like that, you know, those like Mexican, like whoa, sort of radio, some coverall type 
shirts with the hood, the hoods. Oh, Baja's. Baja, yeah. yeah. She borrowed my Baja for a couple of days. And when she gave it back, it smelled like her perfume. And I remember like thinking that was really awesome. Oh, dude, that was a thing to do. I used to always give my girlfriends my clothes to wear. And then I'd walk around smelling like perfume. And I never thought that was odd. No, because it's kind of intoxicating. Yeah. But to buy somebody's clothes for that purpose, like if it's just, it's creepy. I wonder if they'd be kind enough to wear my underwear if I sent it to them. And then send it back. back. Yeah. (laughs) Is that cut away the creepiness a little bit? (laughs) I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm going to say no. It's a different kind of creepy. It's it's a slightly different level of creepiness on that. Right, right. This guy sent me an entire outfit, asked me to wear it, and then send it back to him. Oh, socks, yeah. underwear, t-shirt, jeans, the whole nine yards. Yeah, and and, and, he's, and he recommended that I go to a bar and ride a bull. I don't know. I was going to say I, he had me do an intensive workout. No. <laughs> So that when I return it, it's just soaked yeah. in sweat. I've cleaned ladies' restrooms before. There is um, zero sexy stuff going on in there. It smells it's a fucking bathroom. It smells worse than the men's room at times. So mm-hmm. just saying, the whole sweaty clothes and hot women—it doesn't stop them from smelling bad. It's bacteria, yeah. folks. It's bacteria. Yeah. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's musk. Yeah, yeah, muskiness. Muskiness. That's one of those things that you'd uh, read in a magazine back in the 80s. I breathed in her musk. I'm like, ooh, tell her to get in the shower. Yeah, that's foul. Yeah, breathe in the wonderful floral scent, not the musk. The human body is fucking gross. Let's just be honest. Yeah, it's true. It doesn't matter who you are. Everybody gets smelly. It happens. Everybody poops sometimes. (laughs) I would have respected Michael Stipe if he had taken that version and and sang it. Because I hate Everybody Hurts. I absolutely hate that song. Well, it's just so overplayed. I just, yeah, I just don't think there was ever a time where I was like, yeah, it's like you too. I fucking hate you too. I don't know why. I don't have any reason why other than that you've got a guy named Bono, whose only name is Bono, and you have a guitar player who has the most pretentious fucking name of The Edge. And I couldn't even tell you who the other guys are. Who Who, uh, Who's the drummer and who's the bass player? I don't know. Their names could be fucking Frank and Sammy. They could be really nice people, but they're in a band with Bono and The Edge. And let me tell you, the guy's guitar playing is not that spectacular. I am going to say that I, I, I quite enjoyed the album Joshua Tree. Nope. Early album, but yeah. but I mean, I enjoyed like a couple songs on it, and I enjoyed it more in a stylistic fashion than I did in like a oh wow, I really want to listen to more of this. If I go into a place and the streets have no name is playing, I won't immediately leave. But any of their other songs, I probably will. <laughs> like streets have no name, I don't like it, but I can tolerate it, and that's about the extent of it. Uh, yeah. The one song that I, I'll listen to it, I don't want to listen to it, but I can't help it. Is I don't um, want to, but I can't. Real me, kill me, tease me, please me, whatever it is. The one that went with the Batman Returns or Batman. I don't have any idea. It's like on that one. 
thankfully. Uh, yeah. Because it would get um, stuck in my head otherwise. It would. It's very earwormy. Um, but it was like uh, I had a friend in high school who called it the universally appealing U2 song, but he was a big U2 fan. So I don't know if yeah, he still is. That, uh, we went to school with quite a few people that were like huge U2 fans. Mm-hmm. And I never quite got that because I've always found Bono to be extremely pretentious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, pretentious, not only is he pretentious, he's like judgmental about anyone who doesn't he's like, like a male Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. Like seriously. Yeah, ripping up pictures of the Pope on yeah, television. Yeah, they're they're the same person, but one's got hair and the other doesn't, and it's not who you think. <laughs> right. Right. Whatever. Is Sinead O'Connor still like a performer i swear to you i saw something recently where she was um where she was doing shows but i think it's more along the lines of nostalgia for the 80s and 90s and not really so much new material because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i mean dude there's some bands that have been hard charging since the 70s yeah that's it's true. hard to find bands from the 80s that were not heavy metal or hard rock that that kind of that you can still hear you know relatively uh, easily on the radio i can't recall whether or not you said you you liked uh the counting crows no no okay no do not well that Adam dude Duritz, is whiny as fuck uh <laughs> <laughs> um i can take them in small doses the first two albums are actually quite now, good. i'll be honest with you again uh mr jones isn't that the name of the one song uh-huh. I yes. don't hate that song. That's the that's only... playing somewhere. I will listen to it. I but that's it. Fucking hate that song. <laughs> I hate it. It's like the only song on that album I do not like. Mr. Jones and me. Oh yeah. It's just <laughs> there is this one song on that album. I think it's I think it's round here. But I'm not hundred uh, percent sure. I fucking hate that song. But at the end of the song, he goes, "Yeah, yeah." That's definitely round here. That's definitely and, the end of that song. And I'm gonna guarantee that that cut out on my mic. It probably oh, it did. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, Zoom. I found this is a problem with Zoom. It's not a problem with the the anything else. It's just that that Zoom doesn't like sudden changes in in pitch or tone or volume, and it freaks the fuck out and just drops shit out. So, so Cannon Crows could never truly do a Zoom performance. No, because his entire voice would be too high pitched yeah, and whiny. Like, uh, well, same thing. Mariah Carey couldn't either. Yeah, if she started to do that shit that only dogs can hear. And like the mic would explode. What was that one uh, woman that did up all night? Um, I can't remember the actress's name. You mean the show? The show. Yeah. Oh, I can see her and I can't think of her name. You know, what's funny. My brother will listen to this and he'll send me her name immediately Mm -hmm. because he knows like he sent me the name of the giant uh, zebra print workout pants because I couldn't Mm -hmm. remember what they were. In fact, here, I'm going to look at that quickly and tell you what it is. (laughs) Also, also uh, another person, the the one high pitched voice chick from the police academy movies. If we had her guest on the show, she'd just be, it would, people would just hear. Uh, uh, I know which one oh. you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, they were called Zubas. Zubas. Yeah. Zubas yeah. was the official name of those okay. 
those zebra print and tiger print and leopard print workout pants that were huge back in the day. Very interesting. Zubas. Umbros, Zubas, and, and jams. Yeah. It's like uh it sounds like it could be a delicious ethnic meal, or perhaps the way you dressed in 1989. Well, Zuba sounds like an exercise program. Could be. I, I'm taking my Zuba class tonight. And of course, hypercolor. Hypercolor, yeah. Like yeah. none of us could afford hypercolor uh for the most part, but there were always kids that had it. Mm-hmm. And uh the girls that had hypercolor always had handprints. You know, you, know how you can get yeah, right. You know how you can get like a hypercolor type treatment on your car now? Yeah. You well, that's been around, around since uh the nineties, but yeah. Mm-hmm. That paint is hellaciously expensive. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I, I, I met a girl a few years ago who did custom car wraps. Um, and her car, she took well, us yeah, out with the to wraps, see it. it might be different. Yeah, because Maybe. it's it's a it's a vinyl uh covering instead of paint, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, she had this awesome wrap on her car and she said she completely designed it. Like she designed the actual thing and had a custom printed. So I don't know if you've ever seen that actually. Uh, I don't know for sure if it's something that you would see in day-to-day life for sure, but, but definitely on the internet. And that's these people that have like anime wraps on their cars. Yeah. And it's like hentai. I'm they completely have like aware of that. Yes. 50, 60 <laughs> anti stickers on their car. Like how, how it's, it defies logic. I don't even have an answer for that. I don't understand. Like, I do not uh, understand. I can't imagine the inside of their house must also like have like oh, fat, yes. fat heads of anime characters and shit Statues all over and like, and like, you know, uh, girlfriend pillows and, and stuff yeah. like that, you know, waifu, it's waifu pillows. No, waifu pillow, my bad. Yeah. I think you're right yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, I think you're right about that. Thankfully, yeah. neither one of us has ever been so down on our luck that we needed a waifu pillow. We need to talk about that thing that Brandon sent us. The, the fucking Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I guess he has this friend on Facebook who posted this whole thing about about uh, Pokemon and how wonderful it was. And it was like the anniversary of Pokemon's creation. And 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 I was like, well, all right, I get it. You know, like he's passionate about what he likes. He's like, that's the most articulate I've ever seen him. I'm like, <laughs> oh, OK, I get it. So this is a person who couldn't talk about like anything else but Pokemon. It's like, OK. And uh, I just, I don't know, fandoms crack me up. Like, and I'm a member of them, you know, like I'm I'm a big fan of Star Wars and Star Trek. Oh, Star Wars. Speaking of that, Star Wars, the uh, trilogy has been on um, TNT or TBS, one of the two, this weekend. I was just watching The Empire Strikes Back before we got on here. I really want to source some, like, original version. What the hell? <laughs> I dropped my phone. Like, that was loud as hell. Yeah, it was. Um, and I'd like to source like the unedited versions, like the pre uh George Lucas fucked everything up in the 90s version. Uh, yeah, when they did the most primitive CGI yeah. stuff with like Jabba's tail getting stepped on and mm-hmm. like his eyes bug out. It looked like some shit out of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terrible. That was that was terrible. Even then, he looks nothing like the character in Return of the Jedi. 
nothing. And he's smaller. Mm -hmm. Like he's smaller. He's not the right scale because they had to make it so that Han could step over his fucking tail. I think it also so that he would fit on the thing he was at because he was like kind of going. Was he standing out in the open or was he on like a on a ramp? I don't remember now. I don't know, but if he was a, uh, I would think that Jabba the Hutt would probably have some little glider thing that they had him on. Yeah. He couldn't be deigned to squish his way around town, especially in the I sand. Mean, well, I, I believe that he was in a hangar on that one. I think that they were in well, like yeah, a, in a but, building, but like. No, you, it was an outdoor hangar because he was parked. It was an outdoor hangar. It was surrounded by stuff. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't remember, to be quite frank. So I'm not going to argue with you about it, but you my know why point I know was, that's the case because that's where the Millennium Falcon is parked, and they have to make a quick escape, and they jump in the the ship and take off. Which it is not in the outdoors at that point. That's definitely inside of a hangar. All right, you know what? The only way we can resolve well, this, I is actually to watch did. It again. I saw that scene. The other day when I was watching, this is the only reason why I say that, but not not the one with Jabba in it. It was the unedited, you know, like the original version of it so that okay. it was it was better. But I do remember that scene. And I'm pretty sure there. But be that as it may, he couldn't slither along and like get spare parts and shit stuck. Like, you know, Joe, the the uh, Starfleet mechanic there fucking drops a wrench. And next thing you know, you know, Jabba's dragging that shit along with him, shooting sparks out or something. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not going to work. It's not going to yeah. work. Well, yeah. And I mean, you know, his slimy underside is coated in, in like sand and cigarette butts or death stick butts or whatever. Used the fuck condoms. It is. Yeah. Because that's yeah, the kind uh, of shit that goes on in Java's lair. We all know that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 There's a reason why he chose a monastery, though. <laughs> chose, that's that's the, the lore is that the place that he's hanging out was an old monastery. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Did not know that. I don't know if you've been following in the news uh, at all, but but are you familiar with the Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert? <laughs> I'm I'm aware of Scott Adams. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what a class class act that guy is. Yeah. He ruined. I I used to like Dilbert until I realized that he was an ultra ultra conservative and mm -hmm. i i don't even think that i don't i don't know but anyway ultra conservative fucking windbag well apparently a whole lot of newspapers recently dropped dilbert entirely because he went on a racist tirade on his website what yeah yeah so this is from CNN. Now, newspapers across the country dropped the Dilbert comic strip over the weekend after the creator of the satirical cartoon went on a racist tirade calling black Americans a hate group and suggesting that white people should get the hell away from them. Yes, I did see that article. Yeah. I don't I mean, his target audience will not be affected at all. I'm sure uh, yeah. though they will continue to buy his stuff. In fact, Dilbert will become um, a a sign for protesting. Yeah, uh, I yeah. guarantee you of that, that you'll see Dilbert dressed in Trump costume and stuff, you know, yeah, like coming memes. up and and Dogbert 
and Catbert and everything. Uh, well, because you know. that's all the right knows how to do is make one dimensional memes. They don't yeah. know how to actually have any kind of fucking discourse on anything. You know, interesting. Speaking of celebrities and stuff, did you see that um, J.K. Rowling was kind of leaning into the whole like fuck you way of doing things when it comes to being transphobic and so forth, where she like put out a tweet that said, yeah, thanks for uh, for everybody who was who was um, canceling Harry Potter because of how well her the video game sold that new uh, that new game. Mm-hmm. Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, the Hogwarts Legacy because of how good it sold. How, how good it sold. You know, like she was basically just yeah, thumbing yeah. her nose to everybody. Like, what a bitch. She had virtually, I mean, aside from creating the world, she had virtually nothing to do with that game. No, but she is still going to make serious bank oh, off of, of it. Of course, yeah. of course. But that's irrelevant at this point. She's a millionaire. She will always be a millionaire. She's never going to be like MC Hammer, where she like. <laughs> Has to close the doors and hammer. I would love to hear the story of uh, of J.K. Rowling going the MC Hammer route. Yeah, rat. rat <laughs> that would riches. be fucking funny. Rags to riches to rags. Yeah. She was homeless for a while. I don't know if you knew that. I did not. Man, well, don't really care either. Yeah. she's a hateful bitch. But yeah. Well, I mean, it's just a piece of trivia. Um, you don't have to like her or dislike her. To understand, <laughs> you know, don't have to like her or dislike her for this to be a fact. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. I used to really, I thought she was pretty cool. Because as I said in one of the other episodes, that she was seemed so progressive in the books and the movies and stuff. Like some of the stuff was like, oh, wow, you know, it's really advocating for the rights of people who are marginalized. And then for her to come around, come around and say like trans people aren't women. And stuff like that. It's and, like and just lean into it and like bad sound bites, bad mm-hmm. you know, writing and everything. Just and then I, I don't and then to be smug about it. Yeah, the smugness is the thing that, that really grabbed me in that, you know, like, hey, thanks for canceling me. Ooh, you probably made my sales better. You know, that's what you get, JK Rowling. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. My Fuck my her. my kids uh were huge fans. Yeah. of the franchise until you know yeah. all that stuff started coming out and now like they have nothing to do with it so well, it's probably heartbreaking for them to yeah yeah you know as an adult i can sit there and go okay well you know i took enjoyment from the 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 stuff that was put out um and there, there was even a time where i respected the author but given new information, I have altered my opinion slightly. I wonder about the message in the in the books and the movies, and wonder if there is some underlying theme that I didn't pick up on. And I'm not particularly interested in rereading them because now it's kind of like there's a bitter taste in my mouth. I will admit to enjoying the Hogwarts game, but it's just a very well-made game. And uh, it has virtually nothing to do with J.K. Rowling aside from the franchise ownership. Yeah, I'm glad I never thing. got into any of that stuff. Thankfully, so I don't. Ha- I didn't have to be uh, heartbroken. Like, oh man, yeah, yeah like totally yeah. heartbroken about it. I, oh. I'm, 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 I feel for my kids, and I feel for the children out there in the world that that looked up to her mm-hmm. and and really identified with characters yeah, and everything grew up with them yeah and grew up with them and then you know it turns out they like finding out that uh santa claus was a satanist 
yeah. after all those years of yeah. saying thank you to him for Christmas, you know, yeah. that it, it would be, it would be bad. It would be bad. And I've had to come to terms with certain things like that in, in years past where somebody that I looked up to or somebody that I, I listened to music wise or something turned out to be a total turd, but well, there was like, uh, you know, they're entitled to their opinion, whether I agree with them or not, or whether I like it or not. So it's their choice to espouse garbage. If the they other, wish to. The other day, someone on my Facebook feed posted like a thing about Lord of the Rings, the Ralph Bakshi cartoon, the rotoscope cartoon that they put out in the eighties. The mm -hmm. And um, I was, I was reminded of this uh, crazy overdub that these guys did um, years and years and years ago. I mean, it had to be like 15 years ago. So I looked it up online and I found it and then I shared it with them and then I started watching it and then I deleted it because it was like, I realized like, wow, this is not aged well, <laughs> you know, and I found myself getting uncomfortable and then I thought, wow, if it's making me uncomfortable and I used to love it, what's someone who's fresh to it going to think? Isn't like, it grand when you find something? that you absolutely loved as a kid and you realize how dirty it is <laughs> or, <laughs> once yeah. you get older. You're like, yeah. how did I miss all that innuendo? Mm -hmm. How did I not see that then? Yeah. You mean like Pee Wee's Playhouse, for example? Uh, yes. <laughs> Pee Wee could definitely be uh, be one example. Uh, maybe a little more overt than, than some, but yeah. So, uh, share. Are you having a nice Christmas so far? Oh, yeah, Pee-wee. Christmas is my favorite time of year. <laughs> that was so cool, Cher. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome, Pee-wee. And Pee-wee, see you next year. <laughs> Very over. Well, because it started out as in, like this avant-garde broad off-Broadway show um, back in the 70s. And it was extremely risque. It, it so trips me out to think sex. that Lawrence Fishburne used to be Cowboy Troy. Cowboy Curtis. Or Cowboy Curtis, that's it. Cowboy I said, Troy. Cowboy Troy popped into my head. I know that from somewhere, but I don't know where. But Cowboy mm. Curtis, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but amazing, amazing fucking show, actually. I, I, I really did love Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yeah. I enjoyed the uh, the first movie uh peewee's big adventure peewee's big top peewee kind of fell flat for me i don't remember enough about it i've seen it but it was so long ago that i mean peewee's uh peewee's big adventure i think stays pretty fresh in your mind for the most part because mm -hmm. there's so many things about it to remember but well, yeah there... big top peewee i don't i don't really remember well he gets laid in that movie oh and and it's done through like innuendo, like they show the train going into the tunnel, rocket blasting off, the rocket blasting off. And I remember that being standing out in my mind because he was on Letterman and he was talking about it. And he was like, he's like, so I understand in this movie you have sex with someone. Now, is is that your typically for a children's audience and how do you feel about these like oh well you know like like they're not going to make that big of a deal out of it because you know the kids will just see fireworks oh fourth of july when i was a kid i always knew that train tunnels fireworks 
and rockets blasting off and stuff meant sex. Like mm-hmm. you, you're you'd have to be a fool not to know that. Yeah. At a certain age, when when you see it, oh, that was you know a pretty common trope in movies. I, I think there should be a scene where the train's going in the tunnel and then coming back out, and going back in just <laughs> faster and faster just, and yeah. faster, and then the fireworks. That and, would and someone, that would and, have been the only way it could have been more overt than it was. <laughs> As we see the train actively, literally fucking the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's like a cannon on the front of it, and it just spoods. It spoods out, you know, like white stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that would be fucking funny. That would. Be, I'm surprised nobody's ever done that in like a uh, a parody movie. You know, right. I right. think I think Hollywood, you're missing out on something there. Yeah. Call us up. Hit us up. It's time. Yeah. It's definitely time. Yeah. Find us. Tomandmike.com. Go check it out. By the way, did you look at that link that I sent you? Fire hose dick that a dick like a fire hose we can't show that no we can't we can't obviously but maybe if i replaced the dick with a picture of it looked like a fucking platypus tail or like a print yeah (laughs) i just replaced replaced it with like a tennis ball can because that's about the size of it i don't know like that i've apparently like somebody in the comments underneath i just tripped across that because unexpected can be a mixed bag of things where sometimes usually it's not something like that. It's not something that, you know, makes you go, Oh my God. Usually it's something where they're like, Oh, well the little kid was walking outside with a eating a hot dog and a hawk came down and grabbed the hot dog and flew off. You know, and you're like, okay, well the bird ate the hot dog. That's not that weird. Yeah. But when the guy rips out that skin flap of a penis, (laughs) I don't even, I don't even know. I don't even know what to make of that. It's like a goddamn elephant trunk. It yeah. doesn't appear to have a tip. And he takes it out with both hands. Well, it's the only way you can lift something like that. Yeah. I'm thinking he has some kind of horrible, horrible disfiguring disease in his genitals. Yeah. Because even if that were maybe functional, he got stung by a bee. Could you imagine that being functional? You would die. Well, like yeah, all the blood would rush blood, to that and it would yeah. come out of everything else. Yeah. You have a giant red raging heart on and no, nothing else. You'd be dead. Dude, there's no way that thing gets hard. No. 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 He is stroking flaccid. That was if he's uh, stroking at all. Thankfully, he didn't stroke it or do anything else with it because it was shocking enough to see. And then the dude uh-huh. standing there being like, yeah, like pointing at it like that was some kind of like you got his picture taken with a celebrity. Yeah. You got his picture taken with Flapjack Dick. Yeah. Let me see Snakey. Show me Snakey. <laughs> you don't want a Snakey boy. Yeah, I want Snakey. Show me Snakey. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm... Yeah, ho, I, surely you know what I'm referencing. Yeah. Okay, good, good. <laughs> this guy here, though, looked more like a fucked up earthworm <laughs> that had been run over by uh. a steamroller. Oh, it's so gross. And it must weigh so much. So it's in the unexpected subreddit. Yeah. Well, uh, it's already been been uh, deleted by the mods. Has it? 
Yeah, if you have a direct okay. link to it, you can still see it because of how Reddit. And I ain't sending a direct link to anybody. No. Um, so no, sorry, it's no. it's gone. Yeah, just um, imagine the worst, biggest, most horrible dick that you can, and then triple it in size, like a big old hanging meat flank, like yes. like 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 a fucking pork loin, okay? like a lamb. Like a raw pork loin just hanging down from this guy's shit. And it there's no way it's fake. There's no. just no way. It's it definitely real. Yeah. Real and 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 hideous. And then picture that. And uh yeah, exactly what you just pictured, only a little worse. Yep, it's worse. It's worse. Yeah. To see it actually moving. I thought it was funny that like the street light went out. Like I didn't quite like what were they doing? We're well, gonna hide the fact that he's busting this out by turning the light out and then using like tactical flashlights. I think just to the illuminate. Light, I think the light committed suicide. <laughs> they just went, fuck this. Well, I was like, I'm out. I don't want to see that shit. Uh... <laughs> Reddit's one of those things like I guess it's better if you just ignore the comments altogether, kind of like YouTube, because you can't go into Reddit without somebody like it doesn't matter what it's about. Someone will downvote it no matter how good it is. Someone will downvote it. Yeah, there's never 100 percent upvotes on any post ever on the history of Reddit. Except maybe like the ones that never made it anywhere. Um, and then it doesn't matter what the topic is. Someone is going to come in there and be a pedantic fuckface about yeah. it. Yeah. Every like, single one of my posts that I've ever, and there's only like a handful of times that I posted something original that I, uh, that I always ended up with somebody arguing with me mm-hmm. or being assy. Yeah. Like just three comments and one of them is assy. And I'm like, yep. seriously? Yeah. Or or just just like you know, like well actually if you really knew the source material and understand that Mishioku Kaku is this blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> and, and it's like no one cares. They really no one cares. My favorite then, one was I posted to garbage because I happened to park next to a station wagon that looked like it was about ready to blow up with trash. <laughs> and they were like, well, these people probably lost their jobs and are living out of their car now. So you should feel bad about that. And I'm like, did you do you did you join garbage just to come here and tell me that? Yeah. Well, like, it's to- possible too that they just found their way to that thread. Like I've been in subreddits that are specifically designed to make fun of something like eyebrows, bad eyebrows, for example. Oh, yeah. Why why brows? Why brows? Yeah. And- yes. Well, this one's awful eyebrows, but uh, uh, you go in there and someone's like, why are you making fun of this person? They clearly have a problem. Oh, oh, oh. Why are you here? What are you <laughs> yeah. doing in this sub? Thank you for the social justice um, fucking uh, enlightenment there. Yeah, yeah. Virtue signaling. Yeah, is virtue gross. signaling. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. I couldn't think of virtue signaling. Yeah, like thanks for that. I I didn't need it. <laughs> yeah. I came to Reddit the same reason you did to be amused by shit, not yeah. because yeah. Uh, I feel like being browbeaten for commenting. 
Yeah, yeah. Or feel made to feel guilty for having an opinion or maybe for having not fully thought out something on a comment on a meaningless internet forum. Well, not only that, on garbage, every single post, every post, not just mine, every post is a car full of garbage. <laughs> every one of them is the same. Isn't that the point? Yeah. So uh, unless you're going to comment on every single one, don't single me out like maybe, that. Wow. Wow. I love it when people just bring it upon themselves, like take it upon themselves to 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 champion some cause that has nothing to do with them whatsoever. Yeah. 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 Uh, people do that a lot. I mean, we mm -hmm. well, obviously we know that people do that a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, you've I've seen it in real life. I've seen it on the Internet. And uh, it's it's quite maddening. Believe me, there's enough in everybody's everyday life to keep them occupied. Mm hmm regardless of what your story is that you don't need to pick up somebody else's cause that you have nothing to do with. And usually nine times out of 10, don't know anything about, but then you feel the need to uh, stand on your soapbox and preach to everybody about it. Love it. Mm -hmm. Love, Love it. it. Yeah. It's tasty. It's good stuff. I mean, cause then I'm going to make funny for it. So. Yeah. Oops. Oops. Oopsie. Oopsie. Poopsie. Somebody threw up all over themselves. So speaking of Reddit, uh, a few days ago, I found a uh, article or you know a link to an article about a, a a swimming pool in Tampa, Florida, shaped like a revolver. Didn't we discuss this one? Did we? A couple weeks ago? Oh well, fuck! I didn't know we did that. I think we did. If we didn't, what the hell? I probably don't remember yeah. anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I know that my opinion was it's kind of tacky, but who gives a fuck? Well, the only problem, I mean, whatever, you know, if you can afford that and that's what you want in your backyard, cool. It is. And you know? it is tacky. I'm sorry. No matter oh, yeah. how you having swimming pools shaped like like something uh, divisive like that, you know, you're mm. looking for attention. That's all you want. Well, yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> The thing that's it's impractical. That's the thing about it. There's like a narrow part where the revolver's barrel mm -hmm. is. It's like, oh, you know, I guess you could do laps in that, maybe. I maybe if know. it was one of those infinity pools where like it's you just you're swimming against the uh yeah, the current constant. That'd be the only way that would work. Yeah. But then there's this little section in the top right, which is the hammer, which is in my opinion, a perfect place to accidentally step in, turn your ankle, snap your leg. And for you know. bacteria to be harbored inside oh, yeah, of yeah. the, you're uh, never going to get that the narrow passageway right there. Yeah. You're never going to get that shit clean. It's just a dumb idea. And it's, ultimately it's, if it's in Florida, it's, it's going to end up with gators in it sooner or later. Or, or like snakes or eels, yeah. eels, because <laughs> eels are known to travel yes. over land. To eels, get into yes, definitely pool. eels. Yep. <laughs> Coming from the ocean, you know. <laughs> Ryan eels, right? They fly through the air. I do have some some pretty cool uh, news. Well, not really news, but a cool story. My uh, my cousin. I don't know if he wants me to talk about it or not, and I don't care because I'm not going to use his name. <laughs> but <laughs> he 
he has his daughter enrolled in wrestling, and I think that it's fucking awesome. Really? I love it. I didn't. So I like I like uh, um, is there a intergender girls? sports like that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know because I have never gone to any of her matches. I plan on it, though, and I will report back certainly then. But you would almost yeah. think that they would have to be wrestling intergender for that because i don't think that there's gonna be that many girls doing it yeah yeah it'd be like three girls like i'm all four girls playing football i'm all four girls playing baseball and hockey Mm -hmm. and wrestling and everything i love the thought of that and i love that that my that my cousin and his wife are that forward thinking that their daughter was like i want to wrestle and they were like okay do you know what? You know where I think it actually started, interestingly enough? And I think it says a lot about the sport and the types of people who watch it and play it. Hockey. Mm-hmm. Hockey is, I mean, I remember my sister being involved in a hockey team. Um, and it was just very inviting. Now, hers was an all-girl team. but I played in a mixed-gender uh, adult league a couple of times. But yeah, exactly. There are mixed gender yeah. leagues and stuff. And and it's one of those, it's like basically the only real thing you need to have to be accepted in a hockey game, unless you're a professional. Is, is a mullet. Is to be, well, I was going to say, <laughs> yes, that too. But to be just tough. Yeah. To just be tough, be able to handle getting slammed into shit. You know what I mean? Well, even like, still, most adult leagues are are no contact. There yeah. are not really any. Um, there aren't yeah, many but, adult leagues where you're allowed to hit because you know the amount of insurance that these places would have yeah. to carry, and that the individual teams that they'd never be able to play. So, yeah. well, I, I did. I did the first played, time that like, I played. I accidentally hit my boss's wife. Like we ran into each other. And I ended up coming away with like a bloody part on my face and she was fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. You made me lose my train of thought. Uh, You remember when we used to play hockey? Oh, street hockey. Yeah. And a big part of it was slamming each other into shit. Oh, yeah. With gym class, it was like the teachers were like, do not body check. And you did. And we did anyway. And And they did nothing about it. They never did a goddamn thing about it. I actually did a floor hockey league uh, when I was in. This is the year that I had my appendix out because I was actually doing the floor hockey while my appendix perforated, and I got real sick. Uh, where they actually did stick to the rules, except it was scary as hell. Even though it was only a soft indoor puck, having somebody shooting a puck at you and all you had was a fucking stick to stop it with, mm-hmm. still getting clocked in the face with it and everything else. That was awesome. Uh, to be that age and to be able to do that stuff again. My brother and I used to play sidewalk hockey where we had like pads that were made out of old feed bags that we stuck with hay. And like we had a regular baseball mitt for a catcher and we take a big piece of cardboard and use it as a blocker. And we had like old fireplace, um, the grates that you put on your fireplace when you were letting it burn to keep the embers from coming out. That was our goal. It was awesome. Best times in my life. Easily when I was that age. It was fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I was never any good at it. I was never any good at any sport, but 
Uh, it was just. I was fun. convinced I was going to be a pro one day uh, in every sport when I was when I was a little kid. I thought I was going to play professional hockey, and then my mom and dad wouldn't let me play because I had braces. They wouldn't let me play football either. They were like, "We didn't pay all that money for braces for you to get your teeth knocked out." Never mind that I was so small at that age that <laughs> I would have been wholly ineffective at doing anything on a football field. <laughs> <laughs> I may have made it to having a uniform, but I would have been a bench warmer the entire time. I didn't, I didn't get any bulk on me until I was way out of school. Yeah. So, but I, all, a lot of my friends that live in the, in the area above us all played hockey. So I go over to their house and they'd be telling me how awesome was playing hockey and stuff. And I'd be like, damn it. Never going to get to play. Then I did as an adult a little bit. So I got that itch and scratched it. Yeah. I just remember being in. God, was it first grade? I guess it was first grade and my parents decided I needed to have some sports in my life. Even though I'd never shown the slightest inclination towards sports at all. Yes. My uh, second eldest child played football for that reason. Yeah, and I was um, pushed into soccer. Why Mm -hmm. soccer, of all things? I don't know. Maybe because my brother played it. And they figured, I guess, you know, I'd pick up on that. But all I did was fuck around in the outfield. I just stood in the field. And, you know, those... I think I've said this on the podcast before, maybe, you know, those little fucking like pods that have the fungus powder in them mm-hmm. and you pop them and they all go. Whoo. That's what I spent my entire time on the game. They go. <laughs> yeah. I spent the entire time looking for those because I kept finding them in the grass. And that was then like, I would like completely ignore everything else that was going on. And the coach would be like, <laughs> Tommy, what are you doing? Like, because here's the thing. They assume that I already knew soccer, like knew the rules. They never actually trained me on how to be a soccer player. And yeah, there's a lot of coaches that are like that. They just assume that the kids know how to do everything. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. And then I coach bitch. football and uh, I got to see that. I got to see that a lot. Funny yeah. thing is about football is that uh, those pants and stuff are not easy to get on and off. And my kid always had to shit right after we got his pants on him. <laughs> Every fucking um, time. Sure, he wants you to tell him that. I don't care. <laughs> Nobody knows who it is. Yeah. And those that do are laughing because they know that it's true. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, he'd be like, I gotta go to the bathroom as soon as you got his pants up and laced up and everything else on. I'd be like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> what am I going to do with you? So, of course, the other kids are always like that, too. It's funny. little Putting little kids in, in full equipment uh, is cute as hell, but uh, I think wholly unnecessary. They should play flag football until they reach a certain age mm-hmm. and then put them in the full equipment. Yeah. You know? Because it was a lot of money and um, a lot of complaining. No, I bet I know one of the reasons why they enrolled me in soccer was because every year at Christmas for the first uh, until I'd kick balls around until I was like 10, I would always circle in the 
want list um, the football uniforms because I thought they looked like battle uniforms, like armor, and I thought that would be really cool to have. But my parents never bought that for me. <laughs> uh, they weren't they weren't into it i also wanted a santa claus outfit for the same reason i thought it'd be cool to have a santa claus outfit i dressed up like the easter bunny one year for the uh, kids in my family it was a pair of footy pajamas that i taped cotton balls to i have a great picture yeah. of my nephew uh who has been on the show mm-hmm. uh and he was in on the joke so i don't mind sharing this uh he he uh they have him at the foot of the stairs and it's Christmas day and he's wearing the full on pink bunny suit with the big slipper feet. The pink nightmare from uh Christmas story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's, he wears glasses. And he's blonde. So he, he he's the spinning image of the kid. He was Ralphie. He was Ralphie. Yeah. And uh, they sent that out as their Christmas card. That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, you know, like like a lot of kids be like, "Oh, mom, no!" But he was like, "Yeah, that's funny. Let's do that." And I, that's what I appreciate about him. That's good stuff. That is good stuff. He's he's hip. He's hip to the jive. Isn't that what the cool kids are saying nowadays? Pretty sure that's not what they're saying. I don't even have any idea what they're saying anymore. I think, because, they, say, uh, I think they say that's a dank meme. I don't think that's even something that's said anymore. Yeah, I think it's uh, used only in certain circles. It's, I think yeah, it's used it's, ironically, yeah. It's kind of funny that yeah. I listened to, because uh, I was doing costumes for uh, local high school's uh, musical this past week to hear some of the conversations that were going on when they don't think anybody's listening uh-huh. uh strikingly sound like your average adult <laughs> where it's fuck this and fuck that and and like there's no you know slang or anything going on there mm-hmm. it's just like a regular ass conversation well yeah because they're the only people using it well i mean some of that slang they're using for sure. But like, I found that to be the case when I was, when I recorded, um, super, I don't know if I told you this, but when I was in California, I recorded, uh, an episode of a couple episodes of his, uh, YouTube channel. Uh, let's play. We did, um, super Mario party. I'll have to link it to you. Okay. But man, you know, they, they, they're the same way. They're just, you know, occasionally dropping references I don't get, and they're obsessed with certain cultural things that we don't necessarily connect with as as, as readily, like Sonic the Hedgehog, for example, or like Dragon Ball Z. They were big on, which I'm not really <laughs> Dragon big on. Balls, and and you know, so I didn't get all the references, but they're always like, you know, making references to memes about that. But yeah, slang, not really, like. It's and and it makes me realize, like, yeah, most people who speak in slang are doing it to make you laugh. You know, they're not really doing it uh, unless they're really, really disconnected from reality. (laughs) It's possible. There was a guy in my homeroom uh, in high school. (laughs) He would sit there because you know how we had the stupid Channel One fucking man where anderson cooper got his start propaganda was that where he got his start really 
Yeah, he was on Channel One. Yep. But it was it was just like basically propaganda that we were forced to watch. Essentially. And um fucking the commercials that would come off like M&Ms or whatever it was. There was this guy who sat right next to me in homeroom who would lazily speak along to the commercials and sing along to all of them. He knew them all. <laughs> You're like, M&Ms. Yeah. And I was like, why are you smoking? And can I have some? Because I want to be as interested in these fucking stupid commercials that you have memorized as I'd be that if I could be that into anything. Yeah. And he took he was clearly happy. I mean, it made him happy. I mean, yeah, he was a simple dude. But, you know, I mean, the commercials Mm. made him so happy that he could sit there and recite them. And it's just strange. Simpler times. Simpler times indeed. When you're in school, you just want to get out of school. When you're out of school, you kind of wish you could go back to school. No, I don't wish I could not have any responsibility again. Maybe that part, but I I just don't want to. I don't want to go back to the 90s. The 90s fucking sucked. Mm, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed them. So, well, you were getting laid. Well, yeah. I was frequently than I do now. I know that. Yeah. I wasn't. (laughs) So that, and I was getting bullied a lot, you know. So I didn't really, that wasn't a good environment for me. I hated school. So, yeah, I wouldn't go back. I might go back knowing what I know now, because I would just perpetually be like this. Would you like to go back to living in that awesome room upstairs in your parents' house and, you know, the computer and having all that stuff again? No internet. Wasn't there, you didn't have internet? Not until college. Well, you had internet downstairs. Nope. Yeah, you did. Nope. You had dial-up. How the fuck do you not understand that I know this better than you? I lived there for How were sake. you talking to girls on the, and having internet girlfriends if you didn't have internet? Because I wasn't doing that in high school. I was doing that in college. Okay, well, your definition of college and mine, apparently, I, I didn't realize you were in college, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I just said. And you told me I had it in high school. Why are we having this argument? I don't know. This is, this is an absurd conversation. It's like, no, you didn't. Like, yeah, I did. Um, because it's kind of funny to me. Yeah. To drag on about something I don't know anything about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you know, I would love to sit here and wax philosophic about shit that I don't fucking know. But uh, I could fill literal days with that. But uh, <laughs> it's going to have to be a story for another time because we're out of time. Thank you for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike and watching it. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Oh, boy. Uh, giving it to you like the image that I gave you when I said every time that as soon as I got my kids stuff all buttoned up, you had to poop. Because you might have thought about that and been like, yeah, I could see a kid doing that. <laughs> Not my kid in particular, because you have no idea what it looks like. But you might have still thought of it or thought of a time when somebody, you know, got dressed and then had to poop right afterwards. We've all been there, haven't we? Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs>